Hi everyone, my name is Peter McCarthy and this is The Flockers, the Australian Bird Management Podcast. Today we're doing a, uh, an interview with a good friend of mine from South Africa. I've got James from Eagle Eye on the line here. G'day James. Good morning Peter, thanks for having me this morning. Yeah, how are you going alright? Very good, thanks for yourself. Awesome, awesome, thanks. Now, just before we get sort of too into great detail about uh, what today's discussion is, we're starting with um, our plan of talking about visual deterrence for managing pest birds. And so today we're going to touch on your product called Eagle Eye, and we're going to focus on how we're using it here in Australia, just as you are in, in South Africa. So how would you give an introduction about your product? Tell us about the product and how the system works. Okay. So um, as a basic summary, I would say the eagle eye is best explained as a reflective rotating pyramid, um, reflecting the sunlight in all possible downward angles. Um, and um, it basically comes down to two points. These Flashes deter approaching birds based on two methods. The sudden flashes scare and disorientate the bird in flight, and it will avoid landing in the area. And then secondly, we use a certain color spectrum within these flashes that are visible to birds. Um, birds associate certain color spectrums as positive, and other spectrums are associated with danger. And these danger color spectrums are incorporated in the reflector uh, reflectors um, of our products. Yeah. Okay. And the interesting thing is the birds are getting flashed that they're most vulnerable. You know, when they're in flight, um, they tend to be more likely to be scared than when they're in a standing position. One would say. Hundred percent correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When birds are still in flight, I mean, they're still looking out for all possible dangers such as are there any cats on the ground? Are there any people around? Are there, you, you know, what's happening in the area? So, so they're quite scared um, as they go in landing, uh, very um, aware of their surroundings. And that's where the flashes then comes in to, to further disorientate them. Yeah. Well, I remember um, ch chatting with John Kotzer, you know, dec decade or so ago uh, about the product yes. when we first introduced the, the system to the Australian market. And we talked about the origins of the system, you know, and I think one of the discussions was, you know, back in uh, the early days, the Mediterraneans or Sicilians would use mirrors to deter birds around market gardens. But what's, yes. the, what's the true origins of the eagle eye? Yeah, I would say, um, well, a lot of people in the past have tried and tested a lot of numerous measures, as, as, as you've mentioned. Um, people have tried CDs, um, which has got a kind of a green-bluish reflection to it. Um, people tried mirrors and things, and they, they, they did get some sort of a success. Um, but John Kutzer, the founder, then... Um, uh, basically narrowed everything down and, and uh, went through all the troubles to do all the, the tests to really find um, what color spectrums are the most effective. Um, so at the time, most bird control strategies were inhumane and in, included poisoning of birds and even the use right. of explosives in farmlands. And we wanted to develop a product that is completely harmless to birds and change the industry to a more eco-friendly approach. 
Um, so John did mul multiple studies and found that the eyesight of the birds is extremely complex and sensitive. Um, this is how the eagle eye reflective device was born, um, targeting the visual sense of the bird. Um, over the years, we manufactured several complementing products to create an effective bird control system used, used internationally. Um, so I think it, 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 it all boils down to the fact that we found the correct color spectrum. When it comes to, to land birds, we work with the silver and gold spectrum. And when it comes to seabirds, we work with the red color spectrum. Yeah. Um, yeah, just for some reason, the seagulls are, are highly sensitive to a red slash pinkish color. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we've seen yeah. that in a lot of our work here in Australia. So, yeah, tremendous. Yeah. So, and yeah. just on, on yourself, James, um, have you, how long have you been involved with Eagle Eye and, and have you had much um, involvement in bird management or pest management pr prior to that? No, I didn't have. I've I've been with Eagle Eye for fourteen years now, and mm -hmm. I must say it's uh, been a a whole new world that opened up for me. Yeah. Um, I studied to be an accountant, okay, and I actually started started off at at Eagle Eye as their accountant. Yeah, and I think in about the first year, I told John, uh, "Listen, I want to get behind the scenes. I want to get into sales. I want to get on sites. I want to get." get involved in, in, in this amazing industry. Yeah. Um, and 14 years later, I'm still here. I'm still enjoying the, yeah. the, um, the it's, it's, it's just a whole different um, world that opened up to see Absolutely. how these little creatures act and what they do and what you can do to deter them. And, yeah. And I mean, are. look, I mean, bird management for me, I find, fascinating i mean i've always had a love for birds and also obviously yeah. knowing eagle eye for pretty much all of that time uh, i think yes i'm trying to think when did we introduce eagle eye to australia was it 2006 2008 i i've kind of lost track sounds about right yeah sounds about right yeah yeah right okay when when when, when i started with eagle eye you guys uh, with eagle eye you guys were already on board yeah okay um, and i i started there about 2010 Yep, 2009, cool. yeah. Okay. Yeah. James, you're just going to have to stop moving stuff around, mate, because <laughs> I can more I can hear all that through our recording, but that's okay. Hey, um, Sorry. Now, that's okay. One of the things that Eagle Eye introduced the world to is the term open space bird management. So essentially you're able to deter birds in open spaces. And in fact, one of the things that, I think people need to appreciate is that when you're deterring birds with eagle eye, you're not just de you're not just deterring birds off the building. You're trying to protect the airspace around the building. So, how can you talk talk us through some of the fundamentals of of open space bird management? Yeah, I think the eagle eye came in very handy. Firstly, in a cost-effective way, um, there are just some very large open spaces that it's really impossible um, to use existing bird measures. Uh, for instance, you can't really cover an airfield or an airport with bird netting or a rugby field or, you, you know, open garden areas or huge open spaces outside of, of manufacturing plants. Um so that's where the eagle eye came in very handy. Um, I think it's quite important to distinguish between two two things here. Um, you firstly get bird proofing, which 
you kind of tend to work towards a 100% solution, completely blocking out the birds mm -hmm. by means of netting or by means of spikes, preventing them to sit in, in any possible area. So the eagle eye, we talk about bird control. We can create a reduction of 60 to 80% in an yeah. open area. Um, as said earlier, by just disorientating the birds, by making it feel unwelcome in the area. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, um, yeah, open space, I mean, uh, is, it's, it's, it's really something that only the eagle eye can deal with. And, mm -hmm. and then what always comes into mind is, is agricultural areas. I mean, farmers have got such big lands and crops, etc., that they cannot cover with traditional methods. Um, so open space bird control, the, the eagle eyes really changed that for the international market. Yeah, um, has. And yeah, to, 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 to cover these areas and not get a 100% solution, but we can make a huge, huge difference in the bird positive impact. Yeah, well, certainly yes. where, where I am in, in Melbourne, and I guess in a lot of cases in some Southern Hemisphere, we've got lots of examples of large-scale pigeon issues on on built buildings and and melbourne particularly yeah. where i am we, we get a lot of seagull issues and so there's yeah. a a point in time when you know we've got seagulls on congregating on roofs and we can utilize eagle eye to deter um, sometimes when it yeah. becomes such substantial nesting rookeries where the pressure is so great it it's obviously creates yeah. challenges that just about any system you know would, would struggle with so thinking about that sort of 15 year you know, uh, relationship, I guess, that we've, we've all had with the, the, the company. Eagle Eye and the product has gone through quite a number of evolutions, you know, with um, um, motors and reflective coating changes and introductory uh, inter introductions to a, a wide range of different versions, you know. Can you give me an idea of or just give some examples of some of those evolutions and how the product's developed over the years? Yeah, I think it, it, it all started off with the um, the eagle eye, the pyramid-shaped product. And as you said, it's motorized and um, can either be driven by a solar panel or by a, a, a transformer to 40 volts. Um, but then after a while, we started testing a lot with, with wind as well to try and bring the cost of the product down. Um, so then the wind-driven or wind-propelled eagle eye uh, was developed. Um, so we use them in combination. It's always good to have a pretty constant flash with your motorized unit uh, around the building. Yeah. Um, but then uh, intermediate, you can start placing the wind-propelled models as well to bring the cost down further for the client. Of course, you must just have a bit of a breeze in your area. Yeah. Um, and then as we went along, um, we found that there are always, you, you get your main rooftop, but then there's always lower down little sections, balconies on the buildings and little canopy roofs and, and things. So we developed an even smaller model um, to cover those areas, but yet again at a lower cost. So you yeah. don't have to put an eagle eye on small areas. Yes. Because um, the eagle eye has got the biggest radius, about a 30-meter radius towards the sunlight. Okay. Then the propeller's got a 15, one five meter radius. And then we uh, developed the bird breezer flash. 
which is a, a very great product for the residential market, you yeah. know, for installing on chimneys, pergolas, air conditioning boxes, um, things like that. So the Burberry's Flash has got about a 10 meter radius that it yeah. covers. So we developed a lot of different size models. Uh, um, but when I'm, I mean size, it's smaller in size, but it also covers a slightly smaller area. Yeah. So, so with, with all those tools in your, in your box, you can really cover a building uh, um, well enough now. Yeah, indeed. You know, one of the interesting things, I, whenever we're chatting about Eagle Eye, little things just pop into my mind of regular occurrences. So um, yeah. solar panels are prevalent right throughout Australia on, on both domestic and commercial facilities. Uh, but particularly on domestics, you know, like um, pigeons impacting homes now is, you know, a really serious issue around Australia, as it is around the world. So you see a lot of yeah. companies in, incorporating, you know, solar exclusion mesh around solar panels. And so yes. it's one thing to actually exclude the birds from these nesting areas. So the pigeons will get underneath the solar panels. They're getting, you know, radiant warmth from the, the roof. They've got a great little spot for the um, for nesting and even the solar panel infrastructure holds the nest in place. And so, of course, it's a tremendous spot and a home can, you know, harbour, you know, 20, 30 or 40 pigeons, you know, keeping the, you know, keeping the, the house awake and, you know, bird droppings everywhere, wrecking the solar panels and so on. But just putting the mesh alone isn't enough to deter the birds. And so sometimes the pigeons will just continue to congregate around the same roof where they were obviously there, there, their habitual nesting or their paternal instincts make them want to stay. And so we found that once people put their um, solar mesh around, when the pigeons persist, we use the bird breezes or the wind-driven eagle eyes, and that then just basically deters the birds from congregating around this area that they continued to persist. So it, to me, those innovations, particularly the wind-driven and the, the smaller units, Propeller, and um, the Bird Breezer Flash just introduce a whole new area of, of where we would use the product. Yeah. So, um, yeah, now, when we look at setting up, I mean, look, we could go into all sorts of different areas of detail, you know, agriculture and obviously buildings and structures. But when we look at rooftops, um, let's talk about some of the things that we would consider when we're setting out a potential project. So I guess we'd look at sort of product spacings. Well, you mentioned that a little bit before, but you can touch on that again. We highlight the, the, the high points, protecting airspace. So what are the, some of the, you know, not so much the do's and don'ts, but what are the things that you can highlight to people when they're setting up an Eagle Eye plan? All right. It's quite interesting, but uh, we talked about it earlier this week. I mean, when, when Eagle Eye started, we had about a two, three day training um you know to get people introduced and 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 teach them how to use the the yeah. eagle eye but it and we, we had, actually and we had a cert certification process back like we could only yeah, we had a certification product process and, yeah and certain. all those yeah. things but but over the years we've we've really narrowed it down and i i, I think it comes down to a very important question uh, if we get a client phoning in we firstly ask them, do you have a bigger problem during daytime or do you have a bigger problem during nighttime? Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing you need to distinguish. Um, if a client only has problems during daytime, they've got perching pigeons, they're just landing, they're chilling there, um, but they do cause a mess and they do cause a 
problem while they are there. Um, then it's easier. Then we just go straight away in for the eagle eye because you need sunlight for the eagle eye to work. So daytime, we say go for the eagle eye. The flashes will, will get rid of the birds. But if a client's got a nighttime problem, the birds come in as the sun sets, they come in to roost, they've got the little nesting havens, etc. Then we still use, um, as you said earlier, solar mesh or we use bird spikes or or waxes, etc., um, to cover those roosting spots. But then exactly what happens, as you explained earlier, now that you've covered all the little favorite spots, these birds are territorial and they were probably born there. Yes. And they will stay close to their Not home. Yeah, And they will just sit on the roof and get lazy, but that's then when the eagle eye kicks in and just chases them completely away from the building. Yep. Um, so it's all about setting up the correct system, um, getting as much as possible site information. Is there food around? Um, you know, a lot of things to look into, but it's it's pretty easy now to 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 now that we know what the best solutions are to to set up a system for a client and really yeah. give them success. Yeah. Okay. So um, touch on the the spacings of the products so yeah. from eagle eye in in terms of the larger areas down to the smaller areas yeah. and the other products okay so basically we say uh we want to install up the first eagle eye unit on the highest point of the building yeah. um there's two reasons for that the higher the unit is the bigger radius it covers yes um because most of the flashes are horizontal and downwards yeah. um and then secondly birds um love to land on the highest point of the building because this gives them a bit of a, a advantage point from they first land on the highest point check out the surroundings and then they go down to land and once the first pigeons landed the rest will come and land as well yeah. because then they know the area is safe so first unit on the highest point yeah. and then we basically start on the corner of the building mm -hmm. and every plus minus 60 meters you place an eagle eye unit as you go along and, and just make sure you form a nice curtain of flashes around yeah. the building. Um, if the building is smaller than 60 meters in length or width, um, then we then we will start bringing in the propeller yeah. or, you, you know, to cover smaller buildings. Um, this is also a wonderful thing that nowadays we can help clients on Google Earth just by having the address. We quickly look at the size of the building. Yeah. We tell them within a few seconds, listen, you need four eagle eyes, two propellers and... Yep. Maybe a bird breeze, a flash. Um, yeah, so so the spacing was such a complicated process in the past with where does the sun rise, where does the sun set. But now with, with the different products, it's pretty easy to to get that curtain of flashes yeah. around the building. Yeah, well, I think one of the critical things too is just treating the entire building. So I, I had a client ring up just recently and quite in a flap that, you know, he, he said, oh, look, I've put two eagle eyes on this large building as a as a as a trial for my client and i just got no result and i just said well but the idea of the trial was might maybe might have just been to see how the flashes would go in a public space because it's a very large building here in melbourne and i said you know you do understand that this is a sort of a whole of building approach you know so the idea is if the birds may not uh be deterred in an area where you've just got a few eagle eyes if you've got a large area now this 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 building is bigger than the size of a football field right so it's a huge building okay. and so and when i say football you and i would say rugby league 
football <laughs> or rugby union football, not as yeah. big as the MCG as such, but anyway, um, as in AFL football. But anyway, this building was so big, I said, you're going to need to incorporate eagle eyes right around the entire building to get some result because, of course, the birds will be deterred on one side of the building, they'll fly over to the other side, and then they'll just land on that because they're not getting flashed. And so, yeah. and birds will happily walk up to an eagle eye because they're not mm -hmm. as frightened, if at all, when they're when they're on their feet and feeling comfortable. So, yeah, the whole Most building approach is so important. Yeah, yeah, we we market the eagle eye as a um, eco friendly relocation of birds. So, yeah. as you said, if it's a if it's a, 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 a big building and you only put two units on the one side, you will have coverage on that side. Yeah. Um, but they will simply just relocate to the other side of the building. So you really want to set the system up around the whole building yeah. and eco-friendly uh, relocate them and, and get them to go back to the habitat or an, 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 another area. So, yeah, we when people phone in and say, yes, I want one unit, um, I want to test it, we'd rather say no, sir. They, yeah. They'd rather leave it. Um, yeah. You, you either go, go go in for the solution, then we guarantee it. Yeah, indeed. Um, yeah. And sometimes the, the trial, I've always thought, you know, okay, by all means, trial it. If it's in a public space and you want to see if the flashes are going to impact, but when, yeah, when clients say they're looking for a result from the trial, well, we're not going to get it. That's not what the system's designed for. Yeah, okay. Yes, 100%. Yeah. So um, let's talk about case studies. And I'm, I'm sure I'll come up with some because I've, I've had some really great examples of where the system has, you know, just done a tremendous um, job at deterring birds. So I guess over your 14 years, can you think of some fun projects or examples where the product's really excelled itself? Yeah, I think um, the most interesting case studies for me are really those that, that, that any other bird proofing measures didn't work or couldn't work. Yeah. Um, for me, my two favorite birds dealing with are pigeons and seagulls. Yes, um, because we live in Cape Town, close to the coast, um, we deal a lot with the seagulls. And yeah. they're quite horrendous and vicious little birds. And they nest and lay their eggs very quickly, um, almost like chickens. You can't believe it. Yeah. And they're also a protected species. Yeah. So you cannot just break the eggs or remove their nests or something like that. So my my biggest, how can I say, um, moments where I thought like, wow, I can't believe how well this product works was, was with seagulls, um, where, where we would just go in um, just before nesting season starts and you know the birds return to that specific building every year to come and breed. Yeah. Um, we, 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 we get the red eagle eye units in two to three weeks before um, nesting and breeding starts. And it's just amazing the results that you get. The, the birds will then relocate and, and rather find a building where there's no irritation for them. Yeah, um, yeah and, and, and even on some boats in the harbours, we've had great success. Um, big company corporate buildings uh, on the seafront um um yes there's there's so many yeah. <laughs> sites that pop into my mind now but yeah and um 
Yeah, case studies. And mm -hmm. then also we've had great success at some football stadiums. We've had great success at uh, two airports here in South Africa. Um, also a great one in, in, in Dubai area um, where we've chased um, a lot of different bird types um, um, from, from airfields um, where the strike uh, bird strike rates um, um, went down quite quite a lot um, after installing the Eagle Eye system. Um, yes, it's difficult to narrow it down. Yeah, no, it's interesting, you know, and, and I can pick sort of a lot of elements out of that discussion in the sense that uh, we've tried to uh, get the system approved by CASA, our, our Australian aviation um, organisation, and they really don't want any flashes on, on the airfield. Mm -hmm. And it's really a, a, unfortunate because... You know, there's examples where we can use the system, not have any impact on the, the plane or the flight deck, but actually deter birds from the surrounding areas. And that's obviously critical to, to bird strike and impacts of, of um, you know, birds on the airfield itself. Um, you know, thinking about some of the interesting case studies, uh, you know, very similar to yourself, you know, I've got uh, friends and colleagues that have used it on, on boats, you know, uh, both Eagle Eye and Propeller and, and so on. The... Um, bird breezer, the smaller version of them, have been really handy around domestic facilities or domestic homes, I should say, when it comes to you know solar panel um, and pigeon deterring. And of course, seagulls. We've had a number of instances where we've had large, you know, um, impacts of say seagulls around sewerage works. And of course, you know, when birds are feeding around, you know, human sewerage works, it's a very unsanitary yeah. situation. And those birds are then taking that sort of uh, fecal matter, I guess, off to uh, yeah. local parks and gardens. So there's a potential impact for serious illness throughout the local community. So we've had instances, we've had great success in that regards. You know, Melbourne itself, where I am, we've got a couple of uh, very serious seagull um, nesting areas in the commercial sector. So um, there's a number of suburbs that are just so incredibly impacted and, and eagle eyes play quite a role there. I mean, there are times when any system just gets overrun by, you know, the seagulls or silver gulls in our case in the thousands. And so that's going to yeah. overcome just about, you know, any situation. And even when you've got netted areas over rooftops, seagulls yeah. have that tendency to hover. And so they're going to sort of spend a lot of time in the air above a netted area anyway. So you still get that same level of damage to the roof itself. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, one of the, the case studies or one of the many case studies involving a, a species of bird that you don't have in South Africa, of course, is our work with cockatoos. And so we've had instances where we've used uh, eagle eye around grain facilities um, and where the tarpaulins were getting damaged by the cockatoos. Cockatoos have this tremendous chewing um, mentality or, or bio, biology of chewing because they're massaging their the, the, the muscle mass that holds the the um, beak to the skull and that has to be exercised daily and same with the, the sharpening of the beak so they can continue to forage for food that also has to be sharpened daily so of course that means that this bird just goes around and terrorizes buildings and all sorts of instances and so eagle eye has been great in that regards but we used it around turf facilities like bowling greens golf courses and and sporting fields and a lot of the municipal councils around victoria actually have the eagle eye um, placed on tripods and they'll move them around the sporting areas of golf 
golf courses or um, cricket clubs or tennis clubs. And so we've had a lot of instances where we've had great success around sports. Yeah. So, so, and that's that yeah. sort of whole, um, you know, open space mentality that, you know, you're deterring yeah. from large areas. Yeah. You know, when, when the infestation does get so out of hand, nothing is going to assist, but certainly in most cases we've had tremendous results, just like you'd say, you know, that, yeah. that, yeah. Up to eighty yeah. percent reduction has been very handy at reducing the damage that these birds are birds are doing. Definitely, one other area uh, of concern that that I'm thinking of now is also hospitals. Okay, um, where where we've walked in and there's just been pigeons staying there for years and years, and the heaps of droppings just all over, you know, and um, it really became health issues for the for the hospitals especially yeah uh around the hvac units and the air conditioning units and windowsills when you open the windows and, and all those things and, mm. and where you just cover the roosting spots and then install the eagle eyes and and also had amazing results around them because hospitals are, are usually big uh open building flat roofs with a helipad um and also seagulls yet again at a helipad is a problem with the um, uh, Helicopters want to come in landing. So that's yet again another open space where the eagle eye is just the only only solution that you can opt for. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Tremendous. Now, with the flashes, is there any sort of interference that, you know, that you're aware of that can impact, you know, you know communications or, or, or anything on a, a building or you mentioned healthcare facilities, you know, have you ever uh, been aware of any instances with epilepsy or any any detrimental impact of the flashes? Has that ever been an issue for you? Um, no, on the communication side of things, um, the Eagle Eye will not interfere with any communication systems, Wi-Fi, any of those. Um, when it comes down to people, epilepsy, um, we are very sensitive to that matter. Yeah. So um, although we haven't had any cases i mean that i can recall that that someone had any problems or phone in or that we know of in the international market we are sensitive so we've 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 got a product called the eagle eye shield it's it's a very simple little method if person a phones in and say listen the flashes are annoying me or i have epilepsy and i'm scared it's gonna you 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 know re react with me in a bad way or something then we will go out immediately and we just install yep. a shield on that side of the unit yep. and then the flashes just simply cannot go into that person's window any longer yeah but most of the time because the eagle eyes reflections move with the sun it reflects towards the sun yep. the the flashes will only go into a certain direction for about 30 40 minutes then the sun will go and move again from east to west or west to east. Uh, yeah, the, 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 depending uh, in, in what side of the world you are. Um, but um, yeah, so we are sensitive to that, but definitely no recorded problems that we've ever had with yeah. flashes. Yeah, well, um, we, you know, as you know, we've been uh, working with the product for many, many years. I haven't had any sort of medical related issues or any communication related issues. Naturally, I think there's a tendency that uh, people like to complain <laughs> just about anything, yeah. particularly yeah. Uh, some of the complaints are, you know, somebody's deterred the pigeons off that building and now they're on my building. So that that's always uh, yeah. a bit of an issue, uh, but certainly the flashes, um, you know, and, and that's the beauty of uh, a couple of instances, apart from using yeah. shields, we've also changed units over 
from the silver unit to the red unit just to reduce the intensity of the flashes. So, yeah. Um, right. So that's and the eagle eye also boiled down to being known as one of the most aesthetical solutions um, in the in the international market. Um, yes. A lot of the new fancy buildings and architects and them they don't want netting and bird wiring and spikes and things all over their buildings any longer. Yeah. And um, so they they uh, they go for the prettier looking solution and they fine with dealing with only a, a 80% reduction rather than, you know, having steel wires and things all over the building yeah. and spoiling their architecture. Absolutely. Um, so that's also an angle to look at things. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, it's just, look, it's always an interesting um, subject to chat about, you know, visual deterrence because uh, we have had such success um, utilizing the system over the years, Well, we're just about out of time, James. So I'm just going to say like, I really think that we've shared a lot of detail about how the system works, um, how to set up the systems. Now, of course, you've got websites um, that people can go to, or well, I guess um, just Googling Eagle Eye Bird Control will pretty much get you to your local dealer. It's great, uh, great to see how the company has developed around the world too, since I've known the company over that 15 years. So now congratulate yourselves in, in all the things that you're doing um so and also i guess it's nice to know that you know even uh the senior um members of the team like john you know are still uh yeah. john senior that is and there's john junior yeah. in the in the That's company right. still very much involved and um yeah we, we're just so keen to see you know the, the system develop as it has over the years so james i'm going to say thanks very much for being here i really appreciate your time and um, everyone listening today, you know, thanks for being here also. This is the uh, Flockers and the Australian Bird Management Podcast. So thanks very much for being here and we will catch you all very soon. Thanks so much. Thank you very much, Peter. Appreciate it. And thank you also for all your hard work in distributing our product in, in your beautiful country. And thank you for um, that I could have joined you this morning for yeah, the cool. Flockers. It was good well, fun. Well, we'll uh, get you here in person soon. How about How about we do that? We can do that definitely. Looking forward. Cool. All right, mate. We'll talk soon. All right. Okay, no thanks. Problem. Take care. Cheers, Bye. Man. Bye.